New decade, who dis? Just kidding, it's Deb. Hi, welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Truth. This week's episode, we reflect upon the last decade, and clearly we have forgotten about some of the things that we did within the past year or who we were. Um, Stick around and you'll hear, you know, what we were doing, where we were in our lives, things that we were proud of, maybe some things that we were not so proud of in retrospect, but it was fun to reflect and to kind of um, turn back time for, you know, an hour and a half. And um, yeah, we hope you enjoy as much as we did. Thanks. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Truth. We are here with season two, episode number two. Woo! You have myself, Jill, and Casey. Hi. And Deborah. Yay, hi. Welcome back. It feels good to be back. We haven't recorded in a couple weeks because it was the holidays. Everybody was on vacation and New Year's. I missed you guys. I know. I missed you guys too. Yeah. We've been catching up for the past, what, like half an hour, hour or so just talking. Yeah. So here's our reunion. Casey, would you like to start us off with the days of? All right. I'm ready. So it is January 13th today and it's National Rubber Ducky Day. Oh, that's cute. So if you're into baths, you should take one. It's not my scene. Not mine either. I think it's gross. Me neither. All right. But if it's for you, toss that duck in there. No judgments. Um, It is also Korean American Day. So on January 13th, 1903, that's when the first Korean immigrants arrived in the United States. Oh, wow. Really interesting, right? That is interesting. I would have thought it was prior to that. So it just comes. That's like relatively recent. Yeah. Not that long. Mm -mm. It's also National Peach Melba Day. Do you guys know what a peach melba is? No. No. It's a dessert. It was invented in London at the Savoy. So that's pretty fancy. And basically, it's peaches and raspberry syrup and vanilla ice cream. So it sounds super fancy. Huh. Sounds good. It's not that fancy, but yeah. Originally, yeah. it was called a peach swan. Oh, how I regal. Like better. Oh, they yeah. should change it back. It's also Stephen Foster Memorial Day. No idea what that is. That's funny, because I would have thought you would know who that is. No. Stephen Foster has written over 200 songs, I guess, for like the American Songbook. And oh. one song he has written is Oh, Susanna. Weird. Yeah, and lots of other like little. Is he related to like David Foster? I don't know. It didn't say that in, in the research. Oh, okay. But that would be a history, like a family history, right? to, like brag about. Like, that just goes <laughs> back in time. Wow. And then it's also a National Clean Your Desk Off Day. Oh. So you know, I'll take that into consideration for myself. So today was my first day back at work from like a two week break. Um and. So many times during the day, like I had to catch up on, you know, everything that I had missed from the two weeks, but so many times I was like, I need to clean my desk off because it's like all dusty because I haven't been here in two weeks. Deborah has a particularly it. clean desk. <laughs> like people will walk by and compliment that like her desk is immaculate. <laughs> my desk is a shit show. And before break, my boss was like, you're going to clean your desk. And I was like, no time. We're gone for two and a half weeks. <laughs> That's 2020 Casey's problem. Oh my God. But I did think about it. Like, I do need to clean my desk. So my desk funny. isn't dirty, but it's it has it shows it's lived in because like there are food crumbs. Oh, and little like like food crumbs, and then little like just remnants of things. But like it's organized, but it needs to be like clean. No, yeah, I need to organize. No, yeah, it. she doesn't have a lot like of clutter. But I'll come over to her desk and like help her with something. And she's like, "Don't look at my keyboard." And I look down and I'm like, "Oh." Full of crumbs. Uh, mine is too. Yeah. I need a little mouse to come through and like. 
Couldn't clean that up. Little tiny dust vacuum. I've seen those. Those are stupid. I know. (laughs) That's what we're gonna get you. It's also National Sticker Day, so you're a sticker fan. Love stickers. I know. That's good. There's a lot of days. It is, and I'm gonna throw out a day for January 14th, just because I feel like people will like it. January 14th is National Dress Up Your Pet Day. So if you're the kind of person who likes a pet sweater or thing, like Tuesday's your day. I really do. I finally busted out Bruna's little fancy bandana from Buckingham Palace for the holidays. She looked fantastic. We didn't see any pictures. (laughs) I know. Pictures didn't happen. I didn't really grab pictures of her now that I'm thinking about it. My cousin took some, but they were like, she was kind of being fussy, my cat. So, yeah. She was like, I don't like this. She got used to it after a while, and then I was like, okay, I gotta clean it and put it away until the next national holiday. <laughs> well, next, whatever the next January royal 14th, thing. Maybe toss it on it. For uh-huh. the, yeah, that's true, I can't. And there you go. All right, and those are your national days. All right, well, thanks for sharing, Casey. Thank You're welcome. You. <laughs> <laughs> so, today's episode, we wanted to do a pretty much like an overview of the decade i know it's a really hard thing to cover there's a lot of things that have happened since 2010 to 2019 2020 so i just kind of wanted to everyone to share where they've been in the past 10 years and we'll just kind of give some background of where everybody was in 2010 the job that you might have had where you were living if you were dating anybody um how you spent your free time kind of like what was your friends like and things like that so anybody like to share first? Um, are we going to go through all the answers at one time, or are we going to, like, ring round? I don't know. What do you feel like is best? I think ring round. Think ring ring round? round? Yeah. Oh. Like each one at a time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How old were you in 2020? In 2010, excuse me. Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this is Deb, because Jill, just, <laughs> Jill looked over at me and, you know, expected our audience to know, but... How old were you in 2010? I was 22 slash 23. Were you? Yeah. Deb, aren't you younger than us? Yes. I feel like I was 22 slash 23. I was 24. The whole time? 2010? I was primarily 23, 24. Deb, you had to have been younger. No, so like in... My birthday's in June. So from... Like, January through June, I was 22. In oh. June, I turned 23. Okay, that's fair. I was like, you don't know how old you are. You're crazy. No. Okay. Yes. No, no, she does. You weren't 22 slash 23. Yes, I was. What year were you born? 1986. I was 87. I feel like you were young. Someone's math here is wrong. Well, it's 2020. Well, then you, it's, sh- you should be like you. No, I'm older than her. She's almost a year older than me. I'm confused. Whatever. We were in our early 20s. Let me bust out my calculator. Oh, my God. You would think that this would not be the question that would make it <laughs> We're all tripped up right now. We're all tripped up. Okay, so, yes. So, I turned 23 that year, so I'm. it means that I was... You were mostly 22. Or half-half. Half-half. Yeah, yeah. half-half. Oh, Casey was a little bit... So, you were what? 23, 24. You were probably 23, 24. Yeah, I must have been. And right. then I was 23, 24. Or 24. 24, 25. Oh. Whatever. We were alive. I have no idea. All right. So much for question number one. We didn't get through that. Yeah, you turned 24 that year, so you were 23, 24. What year were you born? 85. Okay. So she was 24, 25. (laughs) Yes. That means all my answers are wrong. (laughs) I have to shift back another year. Yeah, you turned 25 that December. Yeah. Oh. That's super funny. 
Either way, I'm going with 24. I thought you were just... Uh, whatever. It anyway. doesn't matter. <laughs> you would have thought that the... Like, what the is easiest real? questions uh-huh. would have thrown us in a loop. Ten years is a long time to remember. <laughs> I forget how old I am now sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the next topic. What were you doing for work? Where were you working? Where were you employed? Um. So in 2010, I had three jobs. First, I worked at Cal State in the Women's Resource Center and do like event planning and coordination. Then I graduated, so I got a job working at Blockbuster. Um, and then right after that, I got a job working where I work now. So doing community outreach. So I had three jobs in a row. I worked two at the same time for half that year. And for myself, um, I was working, I was a full-time student. I had an internship at Disneyland, and then I was also working at Blockbuster. And then when I graduated from there, what did I do? I think I started doing behavioral therapy and working at Blockbuster and still doing design. So, yeah, I had three jobs, too. So we were busy. Oh. So I... (laughs) Um, Well, actually, I guess for, like, the first couple weeks of the year, I was working as a teller um, for a credit union. And that was, like, the first couple of years. And couple of weeks but then I short shortly after that um I got a job at the county and I started working at the welfare office okay so yeah and then so me and Casey were talking to Denver before we started recording we were like dang Deb you had your adult job already (laughs) right away pretty much and because the next question is what was your living situation like would Deborah like to share uh homeowner (laughs) (laughs) right this bitch is already owning a home who would have thought that's crazy that's cool though so yeah. you've been a homeowner for 10 years? Yeah. Wow. Well, this year will be 10 years. Yeah. Or, no, wait. Let's not do 11. math. Let's not yeah. do math. Well, yeah, that's true. A number of years. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stop saying that then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I lived at home still with my parents. And then I lived, at, I split my time. I was living at home with my parents. I also lived with my boyfriend at the time and his family. And then I also felt like I lived in my car because I was driving so many places at once. And I also felt like I lived at Starbucks, specifically in their bathrooms, because they were the only bathrooms that ever had plugs. So I was always changing there and like doing my hair and doing everything. Oh, I was like plugs. What yeah, do you mean? <laughs> like using like the yeah, hot, my the hot iron and my curling iron. Yeah, all the plugs. So my life was all over the place. I like how you call them plugs. Plugs. Outlets. What are they? Outlets. Outlets. Plugs? Oh, well, I guess they're both. <laughs> I say out- no, I don't say outlet. Plugs is my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember how you spent most of your free time? I feel like I studied a lot because I was finishing college that year. So, you know, grinding into that. And then I think at that time I was doing, like, a lot of activism. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, a lot of, like, not just protesting, but, like, a lot of, like, events based around getting shit done, like, in society. Do you remember anything specifically you did? Um, I've always been really interested in, like, um, reproductive health and things like that. So, mostly things about that and things affecting women. Like, it went hand in hand with my job, obviously, but we'd also go out and do things, like, in the community that were based Mm -hmm. in that. And you, Deborah? Um, I think just hanging out with friends. Yeah. Just hang out with friends. That's how I was doing my free time. Yeah. Um, uh, I mostly hung out with um my friends, my coworkers. I didn't see you a lot. No, Casey. Not like I didn't see Casey a lot. lot. No, because usually um, I was either in Anaheim or I was out in LA, and I was with my boyfriend a lot at the time. Um, uh, we used to go to a lot of like art shows and concerts, and worked a lot, a lot, a lot, and wouldn't get off till like three in the morning. And what else did I do? 
Um, studying too, because I was getting ready to graduate. So that's pretty much how it went. And has your friend circle changed in the past time since then? Like, who are you spending your most time with? Yes, a lot. Um, in 2010, I was hanging out with mostly my coworkers, who I work with at Cal State. So we'd be out doing stuff all the time. Because, um, as Jill said, we really weren't seeing each other a lot, so I was hanging out with them most of the time. Um, and then when I switched jobs, well, I mean, I was then I started hanging out with more blockbuster people who I'd already known because Jill had been working there prior to that, so I knew them as well. And then when I got my new job, I became friends with them, and we've stayed friends throughout the decade. And this so. is your current friends. Yeah, yeah. Still friends now. The gang. You've heard about them. <laughs> and you, Deborah? Um, yes and no. Uh, I've, I've made new friends, like, when I had started to work at the county, so I added people to my friend group. Um, but the people who I was hanging out with uh, back then, I still hang out with them. Not as regularly, because we've kind of moved on, um, or they've moved away to different areas, so they're not as close to me anymore, um, as far as location. But I still do see them and hang out with them. Yeah. And then for my friends, I did meet a lot of people from Disneyland that I worked with. We were together a lot um, just because of the crazy hours we worked. And we would always go out together. I didn't really keep too many of those friends, though. I feel like everything like faded out. And then I was close, closer with my friends from Blockbuster that I worked with. And now we're mostly just social media friends. And I'm trying to think who else. I, I stayed friends with people that I did meet in college. We all have still like kept our friendships from there. And at the time, was there anything that you was really proud that you guys were proud of yourselves for being at that time? I think I was happy to graduate since it took me five years instead of four. And I was like, will I ever leave college? And so I think I was excited to have done that. I agree because I I was proud of myself because I changed my major in college and I did three years at Cal State and then three years at Cal Poly. And I was really proud of myself to just stop doing something that I wasn't happy with and to try something completely different and like have to have that conversation with my parents was really hard because um you know your parents are expecting you to be on one track and then telling them you do something different you're going to be changing schools and stuff um so I was proud of myself to get through that and then um just needing to drive a lot and then just work several different jobs and like balance everything and I did pretty well I feel like I mean I didn't get fired (laughs) so that was an accomplishment for me and then graduating, so. Deborah? Yeah, I mean, same. I graduated the previous year, so that was, like, what I was proud of at that time as well. And just, I guess, getting my first real job. Okay, fancy ass. I don't <laughs> Well, what I felt was a real job, I don't know. It is a real it job. Is. Oh, okay. it's, it's a real job. Well, you guys are just giving me, like, the eyes. No, we're just, I'm just listening to you. I'm just looking. I'm just looking. Yeah. You're talking. Okay. Do you guys remember what um, you wanted for yourself, for your future, what you thought you'd like for yourself to have or experience? In 2010, I really, really wanted a boyfriend. Like, I was like, uh-oh. No one heard that. <laughs> um, in 2020, I'm uh, not 2020, in 2010, um, I had never had a boyfriend. I wasn't really dating or anything. And I think, I'm sure partially because Jill's my best friend and she had boyfriends, so which took her away from me a lot, which is fine. We're not codependent like that, but... I was like, well, I want to experience that. Like, I want to have a person, you know. And I really wanted that. And then I also just wanted, you know, to start what I'm going to call my adult life. I do not really think I started it in 2010. Like, I still feel like, 
looking back now, I'm like, that was all kid shit. <laughs> but, you know, like, I was looking forward to, like, the next steps. I also really wanted to lose my virginity. I was still a virgin in 2010. Oh, were you? Yeah, I still Dang, I'm 2011 is the year you're looking for. Wow. Hmm. My hamster wheel is turning. I'm trying to think about your life. Yeah, I really wanted to, since I was in a relationship, I really wanted to either, not necessarily be married, but I wanted to be engaged. Like, I felt like that was, like, the appropriate area to be at for that part of my life. And I also wanted to to have, like, a grown-up job, like, in my career, to not just necessarily be working the same jobs that I was working at in college, but to move forward in my career. And what else? I just really wanted to, I really wanted to travel and keep doing, like, new experiences and try new things. And, yeah, I feel like that's primarily what I really wanted for myself. Yeah, I think kind of the same. I wanted to, like Jill said, move forward in my career and just see, because I felt like when I had gotten this job, like my first real job, adult job, um, it was just more of like a stepping stone for me. And I wanted to just kind of see like where that led me. And I was excited for that. And then also, um, like when she said that she really wanted to be married, I felt like a lot of people like right, like graduating right after high school, like everybody was like, it went through that period of time. Like, I feel like there was like two separate waves. Cause like right after college, high school, I meant college, um, all of my friends started getting engaged, you know, and not that, I mean, I guess at that time I really wanted that. But now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, dang, that was like a blessing that, you know, I didn't get engaged at that time and that, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't get married, you know, um, because that was clearly the wrong person for me. But anyway, um, but yeah, I really wanted that and I really wanted, I think it was just the idea of having like a big wedding, which is funny because now I totally do not want a big wedding. Yeah, you're the opposite. But at that time, Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted. Because to me, I think it was just more about like, oh, you know, I was just in that phase, like the party phase Mm -hmm. and just like, oh, it'll be cool. You know, I can invite all my friends and like, you know, this will be like just a fun thing to do and, you know, I don't know, show off or whatever. But yeah, um, I think that that's what I really wanted at that time. I think so too because I don't think a lot of my friends were necessarily getting engaged and it wasn't like, oh, because it was expected that you get engaged. I just, I was just that much in love with that person that I felt like you know this is what I wanted yeah. that was a part of that I wanted and granted it's a good thing that it didn't continue okay. to happen you guys have gotten married then this is why in trying to date at 33 everyone's a divorcee sometimes twice <laughs> over because yeah. they got yeah. married at like 23 they got married really yeah, or yeah. some people could have gotten married out of high school and then divorced and then they get yeah. married again and then they get divorced again and then we get to be wife number three yeah pretty much with all that alimony they gotta pay at 33 and you're like oh, I don't and child support and child support oh my god third bride oh what hell no Right? Yeah. You're not Elizabeth Taylor. You're not that hot. Like, yeah, no way. Crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And question for you guys. Do you think, what do you think your 2010 self would be thinking about your 2020 self? And where we're at right now? Probably that I'm boring. Oh, really? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You're not boring. boring. No, but I feel like maybe like back then I would probably think. You think your 2010 self would be like, okay, grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay, lamo. Like doesn't go out. Doesn't go out on the weekdays. Well, actually, I never really did that. So maybe I I don't know, but I still feel like I would. I would think that I was like your grandma. Yeah. Yeah. And you, Casey? Um, I think she's like, bitch, you're still single. (laughs) 
<laughs> Still? No. Um, I would I would like to think. Still a virgin? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Still a no, virgin? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good job. You banged them all. Yeah, you sure have. I hate you. No, I haven't. Bang them the regular amount. Um, but, no, I think, like, I think I'd be happy that I was helping people because I've always wanted a career that helped people. Um, so I think that'd be really exciting. I think my 2010 self would still be surprised to see me working in the same place because I'm surprised all the time that I still work there. You know, like when I first got there, I didn't think I'd stay for so long. Um, it can't have me forever, but like, I don't think like, cause I work with kids. I don't really like kids that much. And so when I got that job, I wasn't like, I'm going to do this for so long. Like, you know, I was like, oh, I'll do this for a little while. And now I'm like, oh, I'm so invested in, like, all these little children. Like, you know, like, such, like, a big surprise. Like, I don't think I ever could have thought that was going to happen. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what I think. I think it'd be all right. I think I'd be surprised to see that I'm not as socially active as I once was. I don't mean, like, hanging out. I mean, like, social responsibility active. I know you've, you've uh, mentioned that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I really want to try to get back into doing. So I think, like, I'd be surprised that I hadn't carried it forward, you know. I think my 2010 self would be surprised that I have, that I'm so, like, in a home, like, in my apartment, living by myself, and, like, grounded in that sense, because I was just so all over the place constantly, like, sleeping around in people's houses, and just, like, not necessarily bumming it around, but, like, just everywhere, just so scattered, that to have, like, my own home base that, like, I actually put together for myself, I think they'd be surprised, like, huh, you figured that shit out, and then I think she would also be surprised, be like, bitch, you haven't figured out anything. Like, you're still in, like, trying to figure out, like, your love life romantically and, like, figuring out, like, career things. And so I still feel like there's a lot of things to sort out that she would be like, you didn't get it together yet? I'm like, no. Sorry. But I think, like, I mean, not to, like, pull away from the question, but I think when you're young, like, you're like, oh, like, 33, like, early 30s sounds like, it sounds so adult until you get there and you're like, Fuck! How'd that get here so fast? Like, because we were just, I was having a conversation with my other friends the other day, and we were all kind of talking about that, like, looking for career, like, trying to figure things out, and it's like, I think when you're really young, whether it's your 20s or your teens, in your mind, you think that people who are in their 30s, like, have, like, locked that down, and then you're like, oh, fuck, no, like, like, it's very common, like, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. I saw a quote on Instagram the other day, and it was, it was something about to remind yourself that in reference to your parents that like that your parents were growing up still like when they had you to like think about if you were a parent right now because we're none of us are parents but like how much you're growing and evolving and changing and like to think that our parents were probably even younger like when they had us and to think that they didn't necessarily have it all figured out and to kind of be gentle with them in some respects about things that you kind of wish maybe they did differently or things could change because they were really young too and like trying to sort it that's legit yeah and what would you like to see for yourself in the next decade, you guys? Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think no surprise here. I would like to get married, um, start a family. And um, one, one thing that um, I, I think I would like to do is just, like, put myself in more, like, uncomfortable situations. Because, like, I don't like to be, like, uncomfortable or like to, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody likes to be uncomfortable, but I feel like that's one of the things, because I tend to just kind of like shut down, like if I feel uncomfortable, or I'll just like kind of like, eh, like I'm not going to do that, because it, like the chip, for example, you yeah. know, like I, 
it's not comfortable for me, so I'm just gonna like say no. So I think I would like to be a little bit more adventurous and put myself in those like uncomfortable situations. Love it. Mm, that's yeah. great. We're gonna buy all the chips now, Deb. I know. All the chip flavors. We'll start <laughs> small. Out, Deb. Let's Putting start with the flavors of the world. <laughs> all the chips. <laughs> For myself, some goals that I have in the next 10 years, uh, I want to continue to be happy. I feel like I genuinely am a happy person and an optimistic person, and I want to keep keep that for myself. Um, I want to age well, not necessarily, I think that includes health, but also like mental wellness and just kind of continue to be a strong person that can take whatever life throws at you and, and become something of it and just keep moving forward. Um, I'd like to get my finances together more and be more secure in that financially um, so I can, because right now I feel like life's a little bit, it's unpredictable if I'm going to, not that I'm not going to find love, but I don't have a partner. And so I need to do that for myself to whatever life takes me that I'm going to be financially okay set because there's really nobody, like you have, I have my parents and things like that, but there's really nobody else that you can genuinely rely on. And... What else? I made a list. I made a list for all these things because I couldn't remember offhand. I definitely want to keep traveling and just see more of the world. And one day, eventually, I'd like to live on a farm at some point or like have some kind of um, more animal interaction, more animal experience like that. I feel like that's what makes me happy. And just to continue having a strong relationship with my family and to not be scared to go for different opportunities or to try things that not necessarily put me out of my comfort zone, but just where there's no... Because I'm okay with being out of my comfort zone, but it's more of the unknown or it's like, I don't know what the outcome's going to be. I think to put myself in those kind of situations and just go for it and not be scared. Um, For me, in the next decade, I'd really like to figure out what kind of career path I want to be on. I feel like I am, I don't want to say comfortable in what I'm doing, because like, I actually changed my role at my job like a lot over the past 10 years. But, you know, like I need to figure out what like how to take that somewhere else because what I do is so niche you know like and so how can I turn that into something more because as Jill was saying like presently I'm alone and I can't say that I'll never not be you know and so any finances or things or retirement or whatever's gonna go on it's just on me like there's no one to like share that with yet and I can't just sit around waiting for someone to share with so I definitely want to you know get more on that track kind of figure some of that stuff out I also really want to move out of California. I've always wanted to go to California, and there's always been reasons that kept me here. You know, when I was in love, I was like, well, I can't leave my love. And then I fell out of love, and I just had to kind of get back on track from that. And then when I felt kind of ready then, my parents started having different health things, so I didn't want to leave them. And, you know, I just feel like there'll always be a reason to stay somewhere. And it's hard because, you know, like, like you know, like, Jill's my best friend. And it's hard to be adult friends, even living in the same apartment complex. Because we literally live three buildings apart. Yeah, like, it's hard. <laughs> like, you know, like, in the past two weeks, I've seen Jill maybe, like, twice. Like, not a lot, you know, like, not a lot at all. And so, you know, like, it sucks to think, like, oh, you move away and then you're away from, like, your friends. Like, that goes with my gang and everything else as well. Because I also think making adult friends is hard because people are married, they have kids, things like that. And especially as a single person, I'm like, well, where the fuck am I going to make all these new friends? No, I agree, because I want to move, too. I want to move somewhere else, but at the same time, it's kind of like, oh, you really would be alone. Alone, yeah. yeah like, not alone. Like, alone. Oh, I'm not thing. with a partner, either. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd be alone, and I'd have to try to make friends. And I think a lot of places where you make friends, it's just different now, because people's schedules are different, because 
of our age with both going on. So that is something that makes me like feel hesitant, but I'm also like, you're gonna have to get the fuck over it because I've always wanted to live somewhere else. And if it turns out that I hate living somewhere else, like California's still gonna be here. You, you know back. what I mean? Like something I've thought about in terms of aging is that I would like to live somewhere that's more community oriented, like where you can actually know your neighbors and yeah. there is more like I don't I feel like in either it's gonna be more like a small town situation or it's gonna be more like we're in the city where everybody really is closer to each other and you kind of have the same routines you meet to mm-hmm. meet people that way because I feel like kind of in the suburbs everybody's on like with their family and doing things and very like with the schedules and just so on the go it's a different like feeling mm-hmm. than when you go visit other places no it's definitely true so that's something I want to make happen for myself again I'm sure I'll be super scared you know I'm not saying it's like a next year goal but it's something I've always wanted and I think I won't be satisfied until I've done it like just to just to see and I have lots of friends who have moved on their own and, like, been totally fine, created their own life. Like, I know it can be done. It's just, like, accepting that, you know. Because there is always a reason to stay or be worried or whatever. But, like, life's always happening, you know? Um, and so, and I will speak into the universe. I would like to find love in the next ten years. I mean, hopefully it'll come. Maybe it won't. But it'll come. It'd be dope. It'd be dope. Deborah says it'll come. I'm hoping. It'll come. In the next 10 years, I will also be going to Giraffe Manor in Nairobi, Kenya. I'm hoping the next two years, truth be told, but it's happening. I gotta go. You're putting it out in the universe. I am. Universe. Giraffes. That's good. Yeah. I didn't know it was, like, like all the goals. Oh. Oh. So I didn't I feel like my list. goals aren't that specific, because I'm not... I hate goals. <laughs> They're pretty loose. But, yeah. you know... Need a new job. I need cash. I need, I need money. To, I need to touch a giraffe. I need, I need to make more money so we can do all these vacations. And go places. It's true. Um, okay, I'm going to ask the question, the last one that's kind of in this section. What would you like to see for the world in the next decade? Whether it's your immediate world or just kind of the world in general. <sighs> oh, I'll go. Oh. <laughs> I know, I like the noise Because my answer is like more accessible healthcare. And then I start <laughs> wheezing. <laughs> um, but no, I feel like... I have that on my list, too. Yeah, like, I never thought... That was my list, too. Really? Oh, we all need it. (laughs) No, but it's really real. Like, I feel like, obviously, I'm very blessed to have insurance and all this stuff. I don't even pay for my insurance. Like, it's through my job. Like, that's very nice. But it's not great, you know? Like, it's still very expensive. And I find myself having health concerns that I do not address because I'm like, well, it's going to cost me fucking a billion dollars like at one point my blood tests were like 60 dollars a time and as a person who's really anemic and needs blood tests all the time like that shit stacks up mm-hmm. and so like i think that sucks and that's for me like you know like that's that's like my own thing and then i think about other people who have so much worse things going on and who aren't blessed to have like i mean my insurance isn't great but it's it still exists. It's, like, it's not bad yeah, yeah. you know like mm-hmm. and so i think about other people and just like i feel like your health I mean, I can't say it should be guaranteed to you because, like, obviously your body's going to do it. But, like, you should be able to have accessible health care and not have to make those choices or concerns or have it, like, ruin your life because you broke your arm one day and now you're, like... Right, and then you're in debt yeah, for however long. Yeah, now you're in long. debt for, like, 10 grand, yeah. which happened to my cousin when he, before he got a job after college, he broke his arm, 10 grand. Like, you didn't have 10 grand, you know, like, and that sucks for something as simple as that. And then I think, like, what if he'd had cancer or anything else like you know like it's just i feel like it's such a crazy thing that we don't have that so no because my mom for her cancer treatment she gets 
injections that are if she didn't have insurance five hundred dollars every week that she'd have to be paying but they have insurance they still have to pay they mm-hmm. don't it's not fully covered but yeah there's lots of people who can't afford to get the care that they need and the crazy thing is that um one of so i know somebody who works at a correctional facility and he drives um the inmates to like medical appointments and whatnot and he tells me like yeah it's crazy because these inmates who you know are like murderers and whatever like child molesters they get like the best health care they go to like this facility in like san diego for like their the cancer patients like and they get like the best like cancer treatment that like unless you have like money basically like that's where all the celebrities go to get like their treatments because they don't take insurance so this facility doesn't even take insurance. So you have That's to like, not even pay. An option. Yeah. yeah, it's all out of pocket. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all out of pocket. And I'm just like, Ugh. like this is just like ridiculous. Like it's bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just so upsetting. No, I think it is. And that's that's kind of something that I had on my list. I feel like presently right now we're very divided politically. Everybody's got different opinions on just what's going on. But I feel like I wish we could get more in touch with actual humanity and think about what is it that we all have. We all really, what do we want? We all want to have a job that we can support our families. We can have health care that we can feel comfortable and like not struggle. And that doesn't matter what your political party is or anything like that, that those are like the basic things. And I think sometimes I would just want to be able to get people together so we can like fight for those things to make it happen and not have it be so with just bureaucracy but i know that's like that's what everybody always says it's not an easy thing but you're totally right because like i know a lot of people like who i like a family friend they voted for trump they're trump supporters and you know they had been all mad about like obamacare and like universal health care and all that stuff like that until their son got hurt and like if they had to pay for like what all of that insurance covered like i think it would have cost them like a quarter of a million dollars like wow so, like, you know, so I think it's really crazy that, like, when it benefits you, you're like, oh, maybe that is okay. But then you don't really want people to have it. Like, do you not think other people are sometimes having accidents happen to them that, like, could destroy them? Like, you know, so I think, like, it's true. Like, we get divided on very odd things, but there are certain staples that we all want. Yeah, and, and I feel like, a lot, like, okay, so for me, I would really like to see more money put into like sustainability and and jobs of that sector and there's so many people who like a lot of jobs in the midwest where things have closed down and factories have shut down but there's a lot of talented people who know how to do lots of different industries that people like people that are in tech necessarily don't know how to do and like a lot of skill sets like physical skill sets and like things that you learn in trade schools that if you would just invest in more sustainability it could you could be addressing both things with like people who are looking for work and have skills that aren't being used, but also, like, benefiting our our world and not just focusing on oil, but, like, more innovative areas. So I'm just, it, it just, it, it, like, bums me out that we can't, like, sort some of these things out and work on that. That's true, because I think then when things are really good for the earth, like, they're super expensive because it's so, like, niche or, like, specialized. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I can't afford to buy that. Or, like, I can only buy one. And then, like, having one's not enough necessarily. Like, um, I saw, I don't know if you guys have seen this on Instagram, because that's where I saw it, but <laughs> it's, like, um, a to-go container that you, like, it's reusable, you keep it yourself, and you would, like, take it to a restaurant where you want to get food, and they'll 
put the food in it, though I feel like where we live, they'd be like, why the fuck are you handing me this box? Like, like what am I supposed to do no. with this? <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's supposed to be so that you can still, like, get takeout and go places, but not be creating all that trash that comes with it, you know, the different right. wrappers and things. And I was like, that's so smart. Like, it's true. It's my food. You can put it in this box. Like, it's fine, you know, but I'm like, one, that little box is like $70, which feels like a fucking lot for a box, you know, with like a fancy Tupperware. <laughs> it know? is. That's a lot for yeah, one person like, that's to a pay. Lot. But then it's like, you know, I'm like, well, who's even making it? Like, I'm sure it's like really hard and then it's all those materials. And I think if we did invest more time into it and like more efforts that it would really bring the cost down and make it easier for people to use that stuff and access it. But you know how it is. It's a rough time, you guys. <laughs> it's a rough time. You know how it is out there. Uh, I think because I read a lot of stuff online about different a lot, I don't know, I'm on my sustainability fucking platform right now, but I read a lot about different other countries, and they are implementing things that we don't necessarily do here, and so I kind of feel like I wish that somehow be able to bring, like, those strategies and techniques from other countries here, because they're doing it in their everyday life, or a lot of people will make fun of us for, like, buying in bulk, or, like, the way our grandparents used to do things, but at the same time, it's it's kind of reverting back into that trend, and so I feel like they should just kind of embrace it, and it might help. I want to watch my healthcare thing real quick. <laughs> because I, I, I feel like a lot of things that exist right now are like kind of under threat, like a woman's right to choose and all this stuff like that. And while I'm hoping that I never have to have an abortion, I haven't had one, but I mean, I want the fucking option to be there because you just don't know what might take place. You know, I think it's really weird that like of all the things in the world that are taking place, like, like, why? like why are you so focused on this? Get out of my womb. Don't worry about it. Like, it could not affect you any or like, less. Why can't my birth control be covered by insurance? Oh but my. your fucking, like, Viagra will get oh covered. God. That is some bullshit. When I first went on birth control, I remember going to pick it up at CVS, and the guy was like, it'll but be it 80. But covered now. Now, no. I'm like, for the oh, moment. Okay. But, but, like, not, but not, it's not guaranteed. And anything no, could happen. But, yeah. but when I first got on birth control, $80 <laughs> yes. for one. And I was like, um, what, sir? Like, I wasn't having sex then. It was just for my period. <laughs> and I was like, $80? And I had to get on, like, an assistance program to, like, get, like, three a month for, like, $10. Like, three months worth for $10. And I was like, thank God I'm poor so I could, like, a, like get that. Because otherwise, like... Yeah, you wouldn't qualify. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, who has $80 a month just to not have a fucking baby? Like, come on. I, I think the point that Casey is trying to emphasize is that we're at a time where there shouldn't be a question Yes. It shouldn't be something that we still have to talk about and argue about and have to go to have these court cases. And I'm just scared that, like, within the next 10 years, that, like, these things might all disappear because everyone's so focused on them and so divided. And I think instead of focusing on things that actually need to get done, it's like, oh, let's poke at this. Like, let's poke at this. Because it's something that incites people's anger. And then it's like, well, shit. (laughs) Yeah. And then people start getting polarized on things like that and not necessarily working on other things that we could be focusing on. And so I I have concerns. I have a lot of concerns, too. I'm just going to say that. I'm stressed out. (laughs) Things like this stress me out. No one's going to let us be dual citizens, guys. No one wants us. (laughs) (laughs) The ugly Americans. I could be a dual citizen. Shut up, Deb. (laughs) Get out of here. Not that they have, like, better health care than us, though. They might. Uh, You never know. Things are cheaper. Oh, no, they don't. Things are cheaper. I don't know. I mean, things are cheaper as far as, like, if you want to pay for something over there out of pocket, Mm -hmm. like, it will be cheaper. But at the same time, like, you also have to know where you're going because there's a lot of, like, scams and, like, a lot of people who will take advantage of you and take your money 
and pretend, you know, to be a doctor. And oh, like, that's they'll true. like fuck you they over, you know? Yeah. You're right. So yeah. It's graffiti mm. underbelly. There's so a no lot one's of cor- ever happy. There's a lot of corruption over there, and it's mm. more like obvious corruption. Oh, yeah. So I mean Where are we going then, guys? We gotta find a place. Norway. They don't want us. We're too brown. Say, I don't know about that. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Like Trudeau, let me in. Let us in. Oh my gosh. Uh, I would like to thank you guys for sharing, for reaching into your 2010 hearts, <laughs> because I know it's not easy to think about some of these things. And I did not think of any of these questions. They all came from what is this person's name? L. Duclos. Not anybody I follow. But that was just a blog post of 50 best questions for personal growth and 50 best journal prompts. So (laughs) I don't know if any of you guys journal. I don't. I don't. No. Do you have the desire to journal? No. Nope. Me neither. Yeah, fuck that. All right. Moving on to the next topic, which is something we all love. Pop culture. So we're doing a little mini pop culture review of the past decade. So I asked Casey and Deborah to list some of their favorite movies from the past 10 years. Go first, Deb. Um, okay, so I couldn't really remember like a lot of movies from the past decade, so then I was just on Google and a lot of the movies that were popping up were like movies that I never saw. So then I just kind of grabbed a few titles that I did see and I I mean I like these movies. I don't know if they were my, like my favorite, but I did enjoy these movies in the past decade. So All right. we'll just I'm very that. curious to see your list. Okay. Uh oh actually I only have two. Yeah, I have two. What two are they? So the two <laughs> Column A and Column B. <laughs> two. Uh Bridesmaids. Did that come out in the twenty tens? It did. Oh, okay. I think it did, because it was on the list of like yeah. people's best okay. movies. You guys were very shocked. Not shocked, but just like, oh. I'm just thinking, Deb saw a movie every five years. Okay, keep going. And the other other movie that I really, uh, that I actually liked, it's actually a very sad movie, but I I do like it. It's the five-year engagement. Oh, it's on my list, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, look at these little twins over here. That's from one of my favorite comedies because I'm crazy and I did mine That's by not genre. A comedy. That was very funny. I like how Deb's all a really sad movie. It's a comedy. It's, it's a, comedy, a really sad movie though. It turns very dark. It's a dark comedy. Huh. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, it's a very sad. That movie makes me cry every single time. Oh yeah, it's a good cry. That's super. Cool. It's not a good cry. <laughs> oh it's a God. very sad cry. <laughs> well since you said one of yours you go ahead and go next okay well I just, like I said I'm crazy I did mine by genre I couldn't break it down that limited so I did my favorite action movie was Black Panther because I really really loved that movie um, for horror movies because I'm a horror movie fan I picked Cabin in the Woods which blew my fucking mind I don't know if anybody else saw that movie I've seen it several times I really yeah, Cabin that movie just, just next level when everything just Broke down. Oh, that's great. I was yelling. I was yelling when I saw that movie. She always is. <laughs> and then also a more recent one, The Babadook. Movie scared the fuck out of me. I thought it was great. I'm surprised I said it because you're not supposed to say that word out loud. But uh, well, don't be saying shit while we're in here with you, bitch. <laughs> so that's that one. And then my favorite rom coms, Deborah. I put the five year engagement. I love you, man. And it's complicated, which apparently Jason Siegel is an ongoing trend on there. My favorite comedies, anything by Judd Apatow, because I just love Judd Apatow and all of his 
casts of everyone. And Everybody Wants Some, which is a movie I saw with Casey. So good. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. We recommend it. And uh, you guys, I had a hard time oh, struggling. It was. It's good. I don't think, I don't know if a lot of people saw it. It's so good. But yeah. I think it's on Hulu. You should watch it. Uh, I put my favorite animated movies on here. I put Rise of the Guardians, Tangled, Hotel Transylvania, and Frank and Weenie. Rise of the Guardians? That movie with the Sandman in it? Is that what you're about? Sandman? Isn't there a Sandman? Like, it's Chris Pine. He's the voice. Yes. Right? Yeah. He's I, Jack Frost? Yes. And then there's a Sandman. I love that movie. I mean, yes. <laughs> she says spoiler what? alert something happens i was like oh whoops you guys might not have seen it yeah <laughs> i don't know if it matters at this point okay well it's I was like old. doesn't he die yeah 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 does, right it's a really good movie yeah yeah i saw it i've only seen it one time i i just kind of left disney off because they get their own thing yeah, that's why and then drama is that your favorite genre no, no, I know musicals are your favorite. Bitch. <laughs> I put uh, Django, Monuments Men, The Darkest Hour, and The Theory of Everything. I didn't know you like Monuments Men. Well, it's good. Or The Darkest maybe Hour. I yeah. really, maybe I didn't watch too many movies in the last decade. I don't think you have. I don't think I did. Hmm. Which one's The Darkest Hour? That is the one about Winston Churchill. Oh. Yeah. It was out with my, I think my dad put it on. My dad always makes me watch, not does it make me, but my dad always suggests to watch movies that I wouldn't think about watching and they always end up being really good. Okay. I just kind of chose them. It's a lot more than this, but this one barely made it into the 2010s time, but Knives Out is really good. I've seen I want to see it. I've is seen it, it good? twice. It's so good, guys. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's super good. So okay. I highly recommend it. Um, I also really love um, What We Do in the Shadows, the movie and the show. Uh, I don't out, know that one. The movie came out a really long time ago. It was made by Taika Waititi. It's also got Jermaine Clemens in it. Oh, Jermaine. And they're vampires. And Ooh. it's like, it's a comedy. It's really good. Um, and they made a show about it on FX this year as well. And so... With Jermaine or with them? He's in it like as a cameo, but no, it's like oh, with a new okay. cast of characters, but they're still both involved. Like they created it. And so like, I really enjoyed that movie when it came out. And it's like, so since I like movies from so many other like countries, because it's like this film was made in New Zealand, like I feel like I spent a lot of my 2010s watching things on YouTube that I wasn't supposed to be seeing in the States because they don't show it here. And so I'd be like, on YouTube, like, let me try to see this. Let me try to see this shit. Like, let me get in there. Like, She's doing a little digging Yeah, like a little digging. Like a little prairie dog. like, okay, like now everyone can see like The Great Rich Bake Off, one of my favorite shows of the 2010s. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. It's on Netflix now. But not previously, it wasn't. No. Yeah. I have watched most of The Great Rich Bake Off through YouTube and like Daily Motion and everything else like before it came onto Netflix. So now it's very accessible and nice, but I've been digging in that shit. I go deep. <laughs> but another movie that I really like, um, oh, now it's gone. It just vanished my mind. I didn't mean to say another movie. I meant to say another show that I like from the 2010s is Misfits. Oh, I didn't list the shows yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, I yeah, thought we were doing yeah. both. My bad, yeah. guys. That's okay. Go you ahead. Have, keep going. Who's, what's Misfits? It's a British show about mm-hmm. people who get, like, superpowers in a freak storm. Um, oh. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, kids who are on probation and they uh-huh. get hit by, like, this lightning or whatever. And it's in, like, London. You know what? I've seen the trailer. Never saw it. Yeah. But, yeah. It kept popping up. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and so I used to watch that all the time. Really, when I was working at Cal State, I've been having the YouTube going, trying to trying to find it. <laughs> I can't get in trouble now. It's been 10 years. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I really like that show a lot. It's one of my highlights. I rewatch it all the time. I asked my parents for a DVD player for Christmas. And I was thinking about, like, oh, now i got to buy this movie, this movie, this movie, so I can watch it on my DVD player. And then I was reading on a blog about trying to consume less about renting from the library, and I was like, fuck, I never even thought about that. 
I wonder. Now I have to go. You're reminding me of like all these movies I have to go look for yeah. and see if they're at the library. Another movie I really enjoyed from the 2010s is Seven Psychopaths. You guys have ever seen that? No. Um, it's really good. It's got like Christopher Walken and Colin Farrell. And it's got like murders and also any Fast and the Furious film that has come out in the past 10 years. Those are all her shit. Any of them. That is my fucking jam. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do, Deb. <laughs> you don't know that about me? You know I that did. about me. No, oh, you oh, don't. Deb. Oh. The Fast and the Furious is like my dream Deb. That's my dream life. My favorite movies. When Paul Walker died, I cried my eyes out. Who was I telling that the other day? The song came on and I was like, oh, I remember Casey cried when the song first came oh, out. Oh my God. He's driving. And they drive away. They, oh, they, oh, they <laughs> broke her heart. It's so fast. I know. Poor Paul Walker. Oh, I know. <sighs> and I saw that movie on a date. And the guy goes, that movie sucks. I said, you suck. You can't date me anymore. Ew, date over. <laughs> so you can't date me anymore. We're over. That's your deal breaker. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so those are, my, those are my highlights. What were your favorite shows, Deb, since Casey jumped the gun? Sorry, guys. Okay. So, um, same thing with shows. I couldn't really remember. So I like went on a little Google search and... I found a few shows, but they're kind of, um, the shows that I found were shows that I just, uh, how do you say it? Like, they're shows that I recently watched. So, I mean, they're, some of them are a little bit older, but I watched them recently. That's okay. Okay. Is that okay? <laughs> um, so the first one is The Mindy Project. I really like that oh, show. It's a good show. I still have yet yeah. to see that. It's so funny. Yeah, it's like, that show is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane the Virgin. Really like that show. My mom's favorite. Yeah. She loves that show. And New Girl. Aww. And Jill got me on New Girl. I've only seen it up to season three. Yeah. Uh, I, st- I, yeah. I love it. I just haven't I've gotten through really it. I've never watched it. I've seen it. And when I see it, I laugh. But I've never watched it. Like, watched yeah. it. Uh, as far as my list, thanks for sharing, Deborah. Yeah, uh, you have, like, a genre. No, I tried not to. I had to relax. I had to relax. I was, okay, so I was doing what you were doing because I was Googling. I couldn't remember, like, what I saw. And a lot of stuff I popped in and out of. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily watch the entire series. Uh Um, So I only listed the things that I really watched a lot. Um, Or the whole thing. And I had to double check on this one because it was um, Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations. And that show, I think it started in 2007 and it went to, like, 2012 or something like that so it didn't it wasn't the full 10 years i didn't i had to double check because i wasn't sure if it qualified and then i really watched a lot i watched the entire series of the parenthood because i really love parenthood oh i like that one yeah Yeah. that one was good yeah it was good that one fucked me up every Every episode episode. every episode i was just awful and um but so good like in the best way and then i really got into master of none so like that was more relatively new show with Aziz. I'm not the hugest Aziz Ansari fan. I just really like the premise of that show and, and everything about it. Um, and I, I did watch Parks and Recreation in the office. I feel like that's interchangeable, kind of. I didn't see all of them in their entirety, but like I did like it. And upon reflection, my ride or die motherfucking show was The Barefoot Contessa, Ina Garten. Oh, which has been I on know. I didn't even know since 2002 really yeah oh, it's been on that long it. like that's why my girl has been with me uh, my whole life it feels like I'm a garden I love her lives that dream life I know so um, I have one last show to go add, for it okay. it's The Walking Dead because when The Walking Dead came out it was fucking amazing I also love zombies I don't know if you know that too Deb. I love zombies people I'm surprised you didn't list any zombies movies like any of the <sighs> I mean no like the Romero not. ones or nothing those aren't my favorite. No? No. 
No, they're not. That's not. Shaun of the Dead? That's before the time. Oh, the, is it? Yeah. Oh, really wow. Okay. I think that was like 2008, 2009. It's been, life's been happening. Sometimes I look up stuff and I'm like, dang. How old was that? That was a long ass time ago. Yeah. But The Walking Dead when it came out was amazing. And hopefully it really did come out in the 20 times. It did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know why I know that? Because it's on my list of shows I slept on. Okay. Like when yeah. it came out, so flipping good. Like I was on that shit. Are you ever. saying flipping now in 2020? Apparently. <laughs> Get out of my house. Call me down the cursing. <laughs> I don't want to be anyway. You cursed it earlier with your with your. You oh, calming no. it down on the cursing? Huh? Yeah. No, not really. Oh, what? <laughs> new Year, do you? No, not like Fuck that. that. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, fine. It was fucking amazing, <laughs> and it was so good. And then I don't know. Really, once the governor came on the scene, I kind of got over it. I dipped back in and out, but uh, it was really good when it started. <laughs> the governor. <laughs> the governor came. I didn't like that storyline, and so it made me kind of like drift uh, away. Did you finish it? I have not finished. I haven't watched it anymore. Oh, is it still on? It's still oh, on. See, I think it's the final season now. Season 10. Oh, 10. So, yeah. Wow. But I'm over it now. But it was really good when it came out. When I was trying to find the list of the shows that I've been watching, I was looking through like all the top shows that were the most popular, and I realized I slept on all of these shows. So these are the ones that I'm listing that I did not watch that were like the most popular. <clears throat> Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Game of Thrones... And Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. I saw none of those. I didn't see Breaking Bad, Mad Men. What else did you say? Because uh, Game of Thrones. You saw Grey's Anatomy. I've seen some of Game of Thrones, like, but I've not ever watched all of Game of Thrones. Like, I've missed a lot of it. But Grey's Anatomy, I mean, you are missing out. I don't. Uh, I don't even watch I it consistently it. anymore. But when it first came out, which I mean, again, it would be like early two thousands, really good. But I always like to dive into the end of Grey's Anatomy. See what dramatic thing happens, and just kind of watch back. She just wants to dip in for a cry and dip out. Pretty much, it's weird. Well, I like Grey's Anatomy, but I can't be watching it all the time. That's too much. Sad sack. And you, Deborah, is there anything that was like major that you feel like you slept on? The shows, you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, um. Well, I didn't watch any of those shows. I started watching Breaking Bad, but I never finished it. I started watching it too, but I did. It wasn't bad. I just yeah didn't stay. My ex-boyfriend used to watch it, and he'd be like, "Should we sit down for Breaking Bad?" I'd be like, "No." You go ahead and watch it. I'm going to read my book. My ex-boyfriend used to watch it, too. I don't know what I would be doing, but I wasn't watching it. I think by the time we started dating and it had been on for, like, a couple seasons, I was like, well, I don't even know what happened. So why am I going to watch it now? Like, it feels like too much to catch up on. And I wasn't that interested. And then, like, I also, I'm very contrary. So two people were saying it was really good. And I was like, you guys can fuck off. Like, I'm like that, too. I don't watch it now. As soon as it gets hyped, I'm like, never mind. I'm just not going to do it. Never mind. So maybe I'll see it one day. Maybe I won't, but. I don't think you're going to. I mean, I don't think I'm missing I don't think it matters, but, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, were you guys ready to play a game? Okay. I'm curious to hear your answers. Because the answers to these questions blew my mind. So, I looked up an article from Forbes, and it listed the 10 highest earning artists of the decade. So, I asked Deborah and Casey to list who they thought the top five were. I'm not going to go through all 10. We're just going to go through four or five. That they kind of thought that would be. Who would like to go first? Go ahead, Ted. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, okay. I just I listed four. I couldn't think of another one, but um, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Ed Sheeran, and Drake. Ooh. Well. I said three of those. Oh, what'd you say? I said Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, but then I said Justin Bieber, and like they're in One Direction. Because when they were big, they were so big that I yeah. thought maybe it just carried enough it was, over like, massive. for yeah. the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say it again one more time. 
So, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, One Direction. Okay. So, yeah, there was an overflow. Uh-huh. Beyonce and Taylor Swift are on these lists. Okay, so number five was Diddy. P. Diddy. Puff Daddy. For making music or just making money? I don't know. I'm going to feel like it's making money. Because it can't just be music. Yeah. And number four is uh, U2. They're still on there. Oh, you too. They're still uh, killing it. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay. Number three is Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Like I said. Number number two, Taylor Swift, which Ugh. is like, the How she's like the newest Taylor one Swift to be killing the game. Beating Beyonce. She's like, white. No, I'm just I'm, kidding. That probably is white. <laughs> probably is white. And number one, Dr. Dre. Oh. What? Yeah. I was like, what? Really? From residuals? It must be. I didn't get, I didn't read the article, but they were just huh. that's what they listed. Okay. He's at nine hundred and fifty million and Taylor Swift is at eight hundred and twenty five million. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bananas. Yeah. It is bananas. Pop Daddy's really blown my mind. PG's got the most longevity. Well, him or Dr. Dre, I guess. I don't it's know. It's gotta be residuals and like other enterprises. It can't be music. Uh, he's a producer. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, yeah, like, but I don't know what they were talking about, like, products or brands or any other stuff. It might Mm -hmm. just be from music. I don't know. I'm curious. I also, everyone can turn me say Puff Daddy. I refuse to call him anything else. I don't, that's why I didn't even like saying Diddy. He's Puff Daddy forever. You picked it, it's what you get. (laughs) You don't get to change your name three fucking times. Remember, he was P. Diddy, and now he's just Diddy. Yeah. Nice try. He's always puffy. Puff daddy. Puffy comes. Dance. Sean puffy comes. I was like all about looking at his birthday party pictures. I watched it so hard. All the videos. I love puff daddy. I love so puff much daddy. Much. I still do. That whole bad boy for life genre. I'm in it. I fucking <laughs> love it. She's like puff daddy. Yeah, I had those were like some of the first CDs that I ever bought. It was like puff daddy and Mace and Biggie. I was all about it. I was all about bad boy records. Oh my god, it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> If we did karaoke right now, I'd fucking kill it at the lyrics. What song would you sing? I don't know. Probably Mace. Some kind of Mace song. <laughs> a throwback. Oh my god. Yeah, it would I be don't good. Think I know a Mace song. I can picture the album right now in my hand. I remember ordering all the CDs when you used to get them for like a quarter or ten cents or whatever, and then they would mail them to you with the stickers, the stamps. I know exactly that? what you're talking about. Yeah. That's where I used to get all my CDs from. Is that not so cr- Life is so different now. <laughs> It really is. Somebody had just posted on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, Joe, because it's one of our um, mutual friends that posted on Instagram. It was David. Yes. David does not listen to the podcast, so whatever. <laughs> I wasn't going to throw his name out there, but she sure oh, did. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Um, like, oh, that you still owe Columbia House like for those 30 <laughs> free CDs that you received. Seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh I remember God. going through all the stamps. Like, I would go check the mail, and I would come home, and I'd pull up all the stamps. My parents are like, what are you doing? I'm like, picking my CDs that you're going to buy me? Because I was I looking. That's so funny. Yeah, and now nobody even buys CDs. I forgot that was a thing until you just said it. The second you said it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, Do you remember? Did you ever buy any? Yeah. Do you remember what you bought? I don't. I think I got, like, because when I first really started buying CDs, I think I was really into, like, alternative me too. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like Eve Six. I think I think I think I had the album "Bitch" by Meredith Brooks. I had Jewel and Alanis Morissette. Everyone like, had Alanis Morissette, right? Who's coming on tour this year? I don't want to see her. Uh, we were talking about going, but it's on like a Tuesday. You and the gang? Me and Trisha. Oh, okay. Not the whole gang. Oh, I wasn't sure. Did you ever order CDs? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember what you ordered? Anything stood out? Um, I really liked uh like Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Christina Aguilera, TLC. Mm. I was big on TLC. Yeah. All those waterfalls. Totally yeah. care. Yeah. One condom those... over your eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> left eye was my favorite. Oh, poor left eye. Rest in peace. She died so young. She did. Uh, After she burnt down that guy's house. I know. Not the same day or anything. I'm just saying, you know. Real win life. It's crazy. I feel like like her and Aaliyah, like we lost like two. Oh good man, when Aaliyah singers. died, that was oh. a burn. She was really young. Like, I know. She yeah. really was. <sighs> and she had just come from this is a random fact. She just came from like doing a photo shoot with what is it like Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray? Oh yeah. Yeah, they just done one and like she died on the way home. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, I feel sad. like that's how she died. Like on the oh. way home from like doing that from photo that? shoot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like what I'm saying is accurate. I believe your cheese may from the yeah. early well, from, from the from early times the nineties. Oh, was it the nineties? Yeah. yeah. It's the nineties, yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well <laughs> what a life. <laughs> it's a whirlwind. It is a real whirlwind. I don't even know how to smoothly transition into this right, next segment. Just go ahead. All right. So So I found an article that I thought would be interesting to share. It's from the kitchen. It's not the show that you and I like to watch, Casey. It is a website called The Kitchen. And they post different um, like cooking tutorials and advice and things like that. And this article is the top 10 food trends of the decade. So it is a timeline. Can I guess what one is? Yes. Is it putting your food on little stupid wooden plank boards? No. Oh, okay. Like a shark. Board? Yeah, like a know, serving like for a tray. while, everyone was like serving their food on like little tiny wooden boards. I was like, okay. Well, I'm gonna guess one. Can I guess one? I of mean, course. For guessing, no. yeah. <laughs> My guess is that one of them is gonna be like the ca- the whole cauliflower. Craze. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. Does one involve bacon? No, no. Oh. You know what? I would have thought that. Okay, actually. Okay, we'll let you go. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is fun. Yeah. I like it like that. <laughs> it's great. We're gonna go back. To the year 2010. Oh. The first one on the list, near and dear to your heart. Can you guess what it is? It's near and dear to my heart? Yep. Is it popcorn? Nope. Oh. Jack, guess again. Think real hard. <laughs> about something I liked in 2010? No, about something that has been with you since 2010, apparently. <laughs> and <laughs> that people have asked you about. What? What? I don't know what it is. What do you eat that people ask you about, that you post about? Oh, yogurt! Yes! <laughs> It is yogurt. Oh, I love yogurt. <laughs> so, according to this article, let me see here. We've reached the peak of our yogurt section. It's a, in the past decade, there has never been more yogurt options than currently available. Mm. 2020 might just be the end of the yogurt trend. Oh, um, fuck off with that noise. How dare you? And you know what? When we were in Europe, we were in Scotland, there was no joke, a Full aisle dedicated just to yogurt, and Casey missed it. I did. We were in this what? grocery store for two hours. I had seen the sec. I well, I thought what I thought was the section, and so I. I mean, I, I bought she went yogurt. to like the end cap because you yeah. thought that was a normal section. And then I was looking through all the cheeses, which had a massive section. Then I look and I was like, this bitch is missing her yogurt section. And we already had checked out. It's probably for the best, truth be told, because we bought a lot of food we couldn't even eat, really. Just yeah. trying, trying to, like, sample shit. We weren't, we weren't in there like that. There was no fridge, but... Oh, yogurt. I'm sorry about your yogurt. I feel bad. No, don't eat. I'll all right. Back. Number one. Which debuted in 2009. Number two. <laughs> Fact check, McGee over here. Fact check. I know this is why Deborah's. Well, you know what? Okay, so I printed out this article. 
the timeline with the visual picture shows something different than the timeline that they're referring to in the numbers. So whoever didn't fact check them, they fucked up oh, their diagram. Deb, we found a new job. I know. Fact checker. QC. The Instapot. Is num- <laughs> it's on the list. Apparently it came out in 2009. Did it? Yeah, which I had no idea. So oh. does that count? Because I thought the decade started in 2010. But I, I guess you think it didn't get hot until... Until like oh. the 2000, like this whole decade. Yeah. yeah. And then um, there's like over... It has one of the most listed recipes you could find in general. Mm. It's like how to cook with an Instapot. And food trend number two, ditching low-fat for low-carb items instead. And everybody transitioning over to a sugar-free, grain-free, whole 30-keto paleo diet. Not everybody. I mean, I'm not. But that sure was the trend. Because in the 90s, everybody was like low-fat, low-calorie. And now everybody's low-carb. Um... The next item is Instagram foods, which is basically, so it says in October 2010, Instagram emerged on the scene and slapped filters onto food, forever changing the landscape of what we would now eat. We've got rainbow milkshakes, rainbow bagels, color changing noodles, edible cookie dough, infinite cheese puffs, gallon sized Moscow mules, Moscow mules, pickle flavored soft serve, and flaming hot Cheetos dusted on everything. I fucking hate Instagram food. I think it's trash. I don't want to eat it. I don't want to partake in it. I don't like food that's all hype and tastes like shit, but it looks good. I don't, that's just how I feel. Yeah, and Jill knows <laughs> that so I don't like that. rainbow colored food because it's not natural. She doesn't I want anything eat. eat anything neon, nothing no, like that. She I mean, doesn't want it. With food it's coloring. a lot of food coloring. No, yeah. I don't want to eat that. That will be red dye for you. you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about the. I'm, I like to show pictures of my food, but I don't really care about the trendy I food. Have yeah, some Instagram foods. So I've never been like excited about them. There is one thing I see on Instagram all the time that I want, but I wouldn't call it an Instagram food. What is it? Um, it's like I want to go to Doe and Arrow, this cookie store in Orange, and like I mean, you see on Instagram a lot because they serve it on like those cute little like clear like milk carton like cups, you know? Yeah. So, so not on a platter. Not on a platter, <laughs> you know? But like it's cute looking, and so I'm like. The packaging has drawn me in, but I really just want, like, the bomb-ass looking cookies. We will be going with Blake, our previous guest. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to do that monster cookie. I don't know if anybody's seen that one. They have just giant-ass cookies that are full of, like, chocolate chips. They make things like that. Yeah. Like, they make, like, all kinds of... They make, like, tiramisu cookies, creme brulee cookies. Like, I don't know, just cookies. I like cookies. <laughs> I know you like cookies. Mm. Yeah. Don't well, have any right now. So. That's all right. <laughs> So thanks, Instagram. Is that on the list? For all the trash food. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, the next item is chickpeas. It says, oh. this decade brought us chickpea pasta, cheese, chickpea rice, chocolate-covered chickpea snacks, dessert hummus. Anybody seen that chocolate hummus at Trader Joe's? Oh, God, enough bullshit. Yeah, I haven't. I want to try it. I don't. I just want to put my finger in it, see what it's all about. Oh, yeah, I don't want to try it either. Uh. <laughs> and they're listing yogurt. We talked about yogurt. We did. It's I went off the timeline. Is it worth mentioning again? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, one of my personal favorites, sparkling water. Oh. Because I love me some sparkling water. It's not my favorite. It's I hate a, sparkling water. I know, Deborah's not about it. It's she so, hates it. To me, that's like such an overblown thing that everyone's like, oh, sparkling water. I'm like, oh, guys. So apparently in 2015, the New York Times boldly asserted that soda sales had been down the furthest in the last decade and was taken up by sparkling water. Oh. So a lot of it just came to do with having a trendy like LaCroix can and everything like that. Mm. I do love it. It's my vice. Mm. 
It's not doing anything to anybody. It's fine. And here's Deborah's favorite, but not really. But she mentioned it. Cauliflower. Um, so cauliflower. They have a whole list of all these cauliflower things. I don't want to list them all. Yeah, but, oh, the pizza, yeah. the tortilla, all that stuff. All that. Have you ever made anything with cauliflower? Besides, like, the rice or... Just the rice. I've yeah. tried to make, like, the cauliflower mash, but it doesn't... To me, it doesn't taste as good. Like, one time I had ordered... I got it from the Lazy Dog, and it was really good, like, their mm-hmm. cauliflower mash. And then I made it at home, and, like, mine tasted nothing like the Lazy Dog's cauliflower mash. And I was... Very disappointed, Aww. and I didn't want to eat mine because my taste is to like mashed cauliflower. <laughs> I feel like like I like cauliflower, but like I feel like, I'm like oh, like it's a replacement for this. I'm like, um, no, it's not. Cauliflower it's has a very not. distinctive ass taste, like and the texture. It's a water based, yeah, like so I'm like, uh-uh, it doesn't bind, like because mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I like like I like cauliflower. Like I'm gonna try like rice cauliflower. Like you don't have it. I just got mad the whole time I was eating. Like I ate it, but I was like. I was cauliflower in my mouth. Like I just got tired. It's not the same as having rice. Yeah, and I was it's like, not the same. I'll just have rice. Like never fucking mind. I tried making something with the cauliflower rice, and I just felt like it just kind of disintegrated when I was cooking it. I'm like, all of my massive cauliflower has shrunk down, and now I'm about to be really hungry because it's gone. <laughs> not a fan. I will eat cauliflower. Rice, I like cauliflower. cauliflower. I don't. Cauliflower I like cauliflower. No, by I'm itself. saying like I will eat cauliflower rice. I have made it like several times, and I will eat it. But do I enjoy it? Not really. Mm. I'd rather just not not have I any kind of bad. rice. Like I think I just want to enjoy what I'm having. Like I don't be like sad, like sad times. <laughs> like just skip it. Like it's true. Like just yeah, not have I rice. Yeah, I just don't want it. I'm gonna have a whole roasted cauliflower separate, and then your whatever else. Fuck cauliflower rice. I don't want it. I don't know if you guys ever ordered this avocado toast. I don't like avocados like that. Oh, I've true. never ordered it. I've made it like my mm-hmm. own, yeah. but I will not order that like at a restaurant because it's usually like five dollars. And like, what the fuck? I feel like you said such a cheap price. I was right like now. five dollars. It's like ten dollars. Yeah, I was like five dollars. Well, the bargain avocado <laughs> toast. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Apparently, <laughs> I know. Well, apparently, I won't even pay five for it. <laughs> yeah, she's not like not it. a buck above two fifty. Well, because I'm like, I'm not gonna pay five dollars for toast or ten dollars for toast. I've bought some cauliflower, not cauliflower, fucking cauliflower. <laughs> I've bought some avocado toast once in a while. It depends on what the topping is. If it's something different, but if it's just yeah. generic avocado with some sea salt and chili flakes and olive oil, go fuck yourself and give me twelve dollars for that. I like fancy toast, but I just I can't eat avocado like that. I like fancy toast too. I'm trying to teach myself to consume more avocado, but it just feels so gross in my mouth. I can't get it. Why do you why why are you gonna force yourself? You don't like it. It's good for you. Like it's a good fat. Like I don't I don't (laughs) hate I don't hate avocados. I don't want slices of avocados on things. So one time at work I was in the break room and I had um hard boiled eggs. And some girl, she walks into the break room, and she's like, are those boiled eggs? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and um, she's like, oh, I wish I could eat those. And I was like, oh, like, you can't eat eggs or what? And she's like, no, I just don't like boiled eggs. And so I was like, so then why do you wish you can eat them? <laughs> and that just reminded me of what like you a, said. They're supposed to be like a good proteiny kind of snack thing. And so that's what, basically what she said. She's uh, like, because I feel like it's like gross, good for you. Like they're healthy. It's a good like whatever. Like it's better than frying your egg. And I was like, I mean, I guess. And then Ugh, I like I don't walked away. Either. And then I was like, I mean, I guess. And I walked away. No, I but it's like, 
It's like I have tried to teach myself to eat bananas because I. I can't even talk shit. I taught myself this year to eat olives from the fucking jar for the very same reason of it being a healthy fat. So I don't know why I'm giving you shit. There you go. And you know what? Now who goes to the olive bar? This bitch. I do. So see, like there's things I don't like, but I'm like, well, they're good for me, and like I can't just like. Like, potatoes also have potassium, but I can't just be, like, fucking downing potatoes every second of the day. It's true. So, I have to teach myself to hold my nose and fucking down a banana. Deep throat it and get it down. Ugh, like a dick. You're fine. Banana yeah, dick. but I feel like there's also, like, alternatives. Like, you don't have to eat a banana. I kind of do, though. My potassium's not great. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe, like, have you... Mm, I don't know what else has a lot of potassium, but... Not that many things, Deb. Mm. Just supplements. Not as much as a banana. Uh, just cram it in. You don't really like bananas? Ugh, oh, you don't. You don't even like banana flavored stuff. She doesn't even like I banana bread. Oh, my God. oh yeah. Deborah makes bomb banana I'm, I'm bread. I'm sorry, Deb. I'm sure it's delicious. Like when we were in San Francisco, I ordered a vanilla shake. You told the story already. Did you I did on the, on the podcast. podcast. Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. It well, clearly stuck it with you. Because I was yeah. like, what is this shit? <laughs> we're all like, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Shut down. I'm about to finish this list. I hate bananas. You're out here repeating stories. Fuck you. Sorry, Sorry listeners. Me. I'm scarred for life, guys. She's wild. <laughs> Milkits. Milkits came up strong. <laughs> Milkits. Yeah, that was on the list. Milkits. That's fair. Oh, Milkits. Milkits. In 2012, Blue Apron came on the scene, and HelloFresh is 2011. What? I didn't realize it was that long oh, ago. Oh, wow. Weird. Um, they're actually seeing a decline now that um, grocery stores are offering a lot more delivery themselves. Mm. So I don't know if milk kits will still be a thing. Did you guys ever try any? No. I have. What did no. you think? It was okay. It kind of got on top of me. You what know. does that mean? <laughs> like, you know, like they send you like the meals, like, you know, like, so like, I've tried more than one. So I've tried it where like they just send me the meal, like. Hello Fresh, like they just send it to you, like eat it up. Like a complete meal? Yeah. But then I'd be like, oh, well, fuck, my schedule's changed. And now I have this meal, and then I'm like, fuck, now it's thrown off like the schedule of these meals. Oh. And so I'd be like, ugh. Like my, I, my life was not right for that. And then I've done the ones where like they send you the ingredients and you cook it. And I liked it, but I felt like the same thing kept happening. I'd be like, oh, I'm out now, and like, now this is going to waste, or like I haven't cooked it yet, or whatever. But it was fine. <laughs> it was fine, you know, like. I was looking into getting, I remember one of our coworkers at work was like super into the meal kits and so she was giving out like promo codes mm-hmm. and so I started looking into it but I was like, after all that packaging, what is the point? You know what, that's really funny that you're saying that because I was doing one called Dinnerly, which is like a pretty low cost one mm-hmm. <coughs> and they said the same thing like because they were sending you like little tiny bottles of like olive oil and stuff and they were like, but, it's we, but like, everyone has olive oil at their house or like, yeah. you should. Or like, you're going to have a packet of like salt and pepper, like these yeah. little tiny so like, boxes. why do I need and... to send this? So they stopped doing it. I thought yeah. that made a lot of sense. I just, I can't. Because it's just it's too much true. packaging. Like, there are certain staples like you should just have in your kitchen so why do like, I need to send staples. you a small one? You know, like it's not necessary. Um, but actually, speaking of meal kits, it's not a meal kit. Maybe it's, maybe it's on this, but like I did just sign up for a delivery service for produce. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Farm to Fresh. I went to a bridal expo this weekend. Farm to Fresh has been sending me emails for forever. They keep wanting me to sign up. Well, I walked by. You know what caught my eyes? They had kombucha on the table. Yeah. You know, I got an eagle eye for kombucha. And so I was like, what's this? What are we doing? That's cool, though, because you pick your boxes. Yeah. So the guy and I started talking, and, like, they were giving me, like, a $15 credit. And I, I like produce and stuff like that, but I'm not great at picking it. Like, I just, like, don't take a lot of enjoyment from it. Or I'll be like, fuck, what am I going to do with this now or whatever? And you so, said enjoyment. Yeah. 
I feel like you probably take enjoyment. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of people really like that. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I do. I Google everything before I, I pick it. Okay, so there you go. Because I want to exactly. learn how to pick it. Okay, so I don't take enjoyment from that. Like, I'm Neither always like, I. ugh. Oh. Like, I just, I, like, don't like it. Like, ugh. Like, it's not pleasurable to me. And so I'll, I'll just kind of, like, skip that area. Same. And so we were talking about it. I know it. that was a thing. Yeah. And so we were talking about it. And then I was like, guy, you can stop trying to sell it. Like, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And he's like, oh. I was like, yeah. Pretty much when I saw the kombucha, I figured I'd be doing whatever this is. Like, we could just, we could just stop talking about She's it. She's a sell. Yeah, like, I just know what I want. Like, you know, like, I, was I like, think it's great, too, because it's whatever's in season. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, and so it's nice, because he was talking to me a lot about it. And, like, you know, like, it is all directly from farmers to you. It's not, like, to the, because he was, like, you know, when you go to the store, you don't know how long whatever this is has been out of the ground. Oh, yeah. And all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was, like, that's really true, because I feel like a lot of my things will spoil for that very reason. That, like, you yeah. Know, right? Like, yeah. Because like, it has to make it in transit. Yeah. Like, to get I'm to I'm, like, you. didn't I just buy this? Like, why mm-hmm. is it no longer good? And so he's, like, this is coming, like, directly from the ground to you. They also, I like how, like, now it's, like, an advertisement, but, like, they also have, like, poultry and fish and, like, you know, Yeah, and then they partner with, like, local farms that are in the area. Yeah, and so they're gonna be delivering it to my office, actually, because... I wouldn't want it delivered to the apartment. Well, they they bring it in the middle of the night, apparently, but, you know, like, our gate's here close, so you can't get in. And so he's like, oh, we'll we'll bring it (gasps) It's like the Santa of produce. Pretty much. So you wake up and you're like, here's my box. Ding, ding, ding. Christmas morning. So I'll report back on how that goes. I'm excited yeah. to see your box. I That's awesome. Yeah. When did you get your first box? Um, I want to say the 17th, but it was really funny because he's like, and there's a lot of things on here that like you wouldn't usually see at the store, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, like, do you know like what like Romesco is? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, it's like a fancy broccoli. I was like, like, I know. I, I saw your note. With the like, little I, crowns. Yeah, I was like, I know. And then he's like, oh, well, do you know what this is? I was like, mm-hmm. I know that too. She's a bougie bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't like to cook a lot. I said, but I'm really like, but I'm a eater. Like I'm a round guy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I was like, I mean, like, I understand what you're trying to say. I'm just telling you, like, so do, it's already over. Yeah. <laughs> so do they choose the produce for you? You pick. Oh, okay. You decide what so you want. There's a in your list. Box. They have different yeah. box combinations. Like they'll, they'll tell you what like is available, uh-huh. and then you can like go through and choose what you want. If there's something you like, you hate or you're allergic to, you can put that in there. So like, I hate celery. Like I think it's fucking gross. And so, do you? Yeah, I never really wanted what? anything I have. Ugh, fucking celery. I, I, what a pointless vegetable. <laughs> but, so no celery juice. I'm surprised that shit was on this list. Ugh, what a. If you want me to throw up on the floor, yes, celery. Oh, yeah, very. <laughs> it's such an overwhelming flavor. Like, ooh. even in like a stew or a soup or something. <sighs> I'll tolerate it, but I won't eat it. Like, you I don't won't... eat like raw celery from like a veggie platter. No. Oh. I really try to skip She's it. She's looking at me like I'm trying to make her eat poop. Pretty much. <laughs> like, if all that is left is the celery, like on a crudite tray, I guess he wasn't having any crudite that day. Like, She doesn't eat the crudite anyway. She's not about it. I like the carrots. That's, That's about it. it. That's about it. Carrots and a couple broccoli crowns. But, yeah, so you get to pick and go through, and so we're going to see how that goes. Well, let us know, because that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you're trying to I'm excited new. for it. I'm trying to eat more vegetables this year, so. That's good. Well... Number 10 on the list is for you, this food trend, plant-based items moving fully into the mainstream. Uh, no. Nope. Not for it. Uh, not about it? Have nope. you tried anything plant-based? Don't want to. Dang. Now who looks like they had poop? Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time my sister was living with me and she was like vegetarian <coughs> at the time and she had like some chicken, I think, like some fake chicken and I saw the bag in the the freezer and I thought it was just like those frozen like little chicken strips 
And so I was like, oh. So I opened it, and as soon as I opened it, like, I got a whiff of, like, disgustiness. And I was just like, what the hell is this? And so, like, I looked at the bag, and it said, like, I don't know what it says, like, plant-based or whatever the fuck it says. It says chicken. Chicken with the apostrophe in. Yeah, and I'm like, the fuck? This is not chicken. And I was, like, so disappointed. Threw it back in the freezer. Said, hell no. So you tried to steal your sister's food. Yeah. You got mad. And you got, it backfired. It, you it was unsuccessful. I mean, like, I'm not a plant-based person, but I got nothing against it. It's whatever. It's fine. I've tried yeah. plant-based Well, I things. mean, I, I, Brian had bought one time, he bought, like, a veggie patties, and they were just so mushy and so gross. Like, it's just, to me, it's like, nothing's going to compare to the real thing. To me. Like, you know, the cauliflower... No, I mean, like, because, like, I had the plant-based burgers with you, like, at that Monty's place on the Riverside oh, yeah. Food Lab, and, like, it was fine. Like, to me, like, in my mind, it was more of, like, a sandwich, because, like, it's not a hamburger. Yeah. And I did not think it tasted like, like, I thought it tasted good, but I didn't feel like I'm tasting a hamburger, which, you know, like, that's fine. And then I always wonder, like, are these people who just haven't had a hamburger in a long time, so they think this does taste like a hamburger? Or are we just saying, are we just saying like this is a tasty thing? Like, cause like it wasn't gross. It was expensive as fuck though. Like, but. yeah, it was. I thought it was really good for it being a a veggie burger. I think so. I think part of the difficulty is when you're trying to replace a meat item, all you're gonna think of is that I missed the meat. So mm-hmm. like instead of trying to use fake meat, I think you should just put emphasis on really good vegetables. Yeah, I think I'd rather just not and just have not that. even mess with trying to do the mock meat and the fake meats. If, if I think you're trying to convert from being like a carnivore. Yeah. to eating less meat but if you're a vegetarian then or a vegan then of course you're gonna it's not a problem but i don't know i tried a lot of the veggie stuff but i pretty much only have veggie meat in my fridge and it's fine but um and i am a fucking carnivore <laughs> to the max meat is like my favorite snack you guys all know i'm like the protein queen that's true so i try to i try to balance it out but either way those are the trends mm. in the past 10 years i'm excited to see what happens next give a prediction it's a lot of pressure. You can just say anything. Beats. Oh, I do love beats. Beats. Beats and everything. You? Do you like beats? Um, I I don't think I've ever had beats. <gasps> we gotta get you some beats, Deb. Beet chips. When you beet said, juice. Beet smoothies. Beet everything. When you said beets, I don't know why like a picture of a radish like popped in my head. Similar. It's, Root it's vegetable. Bigger and darker, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Not the same kind of flavor, but yeah. 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 Mm-mm. What's your food prediction? Let me let me see what I think. What, is, what, what I think is coming. Hopefully, there's something with more fermentation because that's my fucking jam. Okay. Like I mean, it's obviously grown. Like kombucha, kefir, all that stuff has gotten a lot bigger. But hopefully, it just goes like even. Do you want further. to be like how bacon was on everything? Like I would be all for that. Like I don't think I have like a fermentation limit where I'd be okay. like that was too much. Yeah. So. So my prediction is going to go based off of, because I just saw this on the, um, that Trader Joe's, uh, list uh-huh. thing. And on so, Instagram, the page? Yeah, the page, mm-hmm. the Instagram page, Trader Joe's list. Um, and Trader Joe's just came out with the kale gnocchi. I knew that's what you were going to say. Yeah. So maybe kale might be the next big thing. I feel like they had kale. Kale had a moment. Yeah. It's kind of gone away. But it wasn't on the list. It wasn't. That's true. But this is only so, one list. Well, you know. Could but have I feel like resurgence. it's going to have like a yeah. bigger moment. Well, we'll see. In this decade. We'll see what happens. Check back in. Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots is oh where it's God. at. Bring in the future present. 
meat in a tube. Uh, I have meat in a tube. Pate. <laughs> It's the future. Oh, my God. Don't more pate before you can gout. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my God. Pate, sardines. It's all delicious. Mm, sardines. I know. I love That's sardines. True. All right. Well, thanks for going through the decade with us, everybody. Thank you. It's been such a long time. <laughs> yeah. I really, I don't, you don't think about it until you think about it. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the 10 more, guys. All right. We'll see you in 2030. <laughs> And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Good Bad Truth Podcast and um, give our page a follow and some <laughs> likes. Yeah, you can also follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well so you don't miss a new episode yeah. every time they come out. And something we don't tell you guys a lot is that if you like the things that we say, you can follow each of our personal accounts as well. They are linked to our podcast Instagram and you can find out what we're doing in the day to day. So Casey, what's your handle? I'm I'm just upside down. And I'm Jill at Jilly Tsunami. Insta Deb. <laughs> <laughs> um and please let us know if you would like for Chase Chase Chase. Oh, Chase. oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna I'm say Chase Chasey. Casey. Casey. To change her Instagram handle to have her name to something it. with her name because uh, deb has hers i have mine and so they're trying to run my life you yeah see what it's like around here <laughs> if you would like to see me change my instagram name then maybe throw out some cute suggestions yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna look up some suggestions for oh, you control it casey Kasem. go fuck yourself you want me to curse <laughs> get out of here all right goodbye Bye.